you are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for Chaos Fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and guest host, Joey Hayes. In this episode, the clairvoyant podcasters look into the crystal ball and analyze each fantasy manager's draft and make our playoff picks. We break down week one matchups as we eagerly anticipate the start of the NFL season. John leads the roundtable segment as he offers interesting over-under scenarios, which sparks some serious debate amongst the crew. And Jason's team gets completely crapped on, and observably so. Let's get into it. All right, fantasy nerds, it's now time for the podcasters, the experts in the field of fantasy football in the Chaos Fantasy Football League to break down all you nerds, rosters out there, uh, all the crappy players you picked up, uh, all the guys that we get to now sit here uh, and, and and make fun of. So uh, uh, one of the best segments of the year. So we're going to start with we're going to start with the commissioner. We're going to start with Rob Tinsley and his squad. So without further ado, let's jump into this, guys. I'm going to start uh, first off from the top. Basically, we're going to go through each player really quickly and, and give us a little synopsis. And uh, and then we're going to talk about playoff, not playoff, what's their uh, ultimate destiny. And so uh, uh, Rob starts with Deshaun Watson. Here I'm calling him an X-Factor. I think, in my opinion, he could be a top, top seven quarterback. Uh, but we'll see. Eckler, elite. What can I say? Top three running back. Uh, catches balls left and right. Uh, should be great. Najee Harris, man. A little, I'm gonna call him solid. Um, I, I really, I don't think he's he's toast, but um, yeah, I don't know. Garrett Wilson. I mean, elite upside there, uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson is one of the best young receivers in the league. I like that pick. Devontae Smith needs to be more consistent, but definitely has boom potential. Uh, will be big in certain weeks, but is he going to be consistent? Christian Watson, another X factor. Uh, really, I think he's dependent upon Jordan Love and how he does this season and the Green Bay Packers, uh, but I'm going to call him another X factor. Mark Andrews, hey, if healthy, he's tight end two on the season. Bottom line, penciling in. Mike Evans, all right, so he's older now. He's still only 29. He's hanging on to the 20s. Uh, but bad QB, excels in the deep, with the deep ball, and I don't know that uh, Baker Mayfield's going to be a good fit for him. We'll see. And then Matt Stafford, um, old, not a, not a great rushing attack <laughs> there in Los Angeles. Bad team. I don't like Stafford this year. Rob, you got some work to do, buddy. I'm, I'm seeing you on the outside looking at the playoffs. Guys, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll start. I um. I'll start with the bad and end with the good, um, just to help out. I, I feel like Rob reached for some players that he could have got later in the round. I think Deshaun Watson he could have gotten in the third or fourth round. I don't know if anybody was really looking at him, and he's kind of a gamble. Like nobody knows if he's what he used to be in the Texans. So I I think that could come to bite him. And I'm. I just don't like Najee Harris. I, I don't think he's going to have the – like he's either going to be splitting 50-50 with uh, Jalen Warren by the end of the year uh, or losing his job. 
because I don't think he's very explosive. It, like compared to La- uh, Rob's last year team, this team doesn't seem as explosive. Uh, and then I think I'm the only one that has the excuse because I took Kelsey in the second round, but like Rob make it, made everyone look stupid yeah. by by taking Mark Andrews in the sixth round. Yeah, I don't I don't know what everybody else was doing. Right, <laughs> like he should have went two or three rounds before then. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I I I have to agree with Brad. I think Rob has some work to do, but it's nothing. Yeah, it's not a, not a terrible team. I I I don't have them in the playoffs, but that could definitely change if Watson becomes like the man he used to be. Yeah, Rob didn't make me look stupid. Um, yeah, him getting Mark Andrews definitely in the sixth round was a huge boon to his team. Even though I think I, I do have him going to the playoffs this year. I do like his receivers with Garrett Wilson and Devonta Smith. I'm not so big on Najee Harris. I think uh, one of you all said with Jalen Warren may come and uh, emerge as the prime back, but who knows. Um, not a big fan of Dalton Kincaid. And anyone that drafted a defense in the 12th round, you all Ooh. suck. Oh, yeah. Rob That's was one point. of them. I think Rob was oh. the one that started it off. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I think overall Rob drafted a pretty decent team. All right. All right, good analysis, gentlemen. Let's move on. We've got uh, a lot of teams to get through here. John, farewell to hope. We're going to take a look at your team, uh, starting up top with Josh Allen. Josh Allen, as before the podcast started, we were talking guys. two of the four past champions had Josh Allen on the roster. Obviously an elite top three quarterback with number one potential. No problems there. Uh, here I'm going to look at both of his running backs, uh, Travis Etienne and Alexander Madison. I see them both as X factors. Neither has proven it on the field long term due to injury and being a you know, second fiddle to Alvin Cook. So I, I think there's question marks there with his running back core, but they could be really good. Uh, receivers, Diggs and Lamb. Let's just face it, that could be the best uh, receiving duo in the league. Um, you know, I like it. You got to like that. All right, so Diggs and Lamb look good. Uh, Michael Pittman, not a fan this year uh, with Anthony Richardson. I don't know how much he's going to throw the ball. There's a lot of question marks around that. We know Richardson's probably going to re- get rushing yards, uh, but uh, I can see Pittman having some struggles. Darren Waller, uh, great pickup at tight end. I really feel like uh, with Daniel Jones there, he, Daniel Jones loves throwing to the tight end. Bellinger, for example, last year was a really good uh, tight end down the stretch. Waller should have be primed for a good year. Dalvin Cook, another I kind of put his running backs in, all of his running backs as a little question mark there because you got Brees Hall, uh, the Jets uh, wanting to stack up their roster for a Super Bowl run. I get that, but could Dalvin Cook be supplanted by Brees Hall, or could be the other way around? Question mark. Anthony Richardson, another question mark. He's definitely probably going to get rushing yards, has that potential. Uh, and so I think there's a floor, a good floor there with him. Uh, but if he's a bust, you know, he's going to be in a little bit of trouble. So uh, looking at his lineup, I think John is a playoff team. Um, I just think he's strong at receiver and quarterback, uh, which gives him that push into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to like here with John's team. Um like I, I I love starting off with the Josh Allen uh, stuff on Dig Stack. I I think that's going to win John some games. Uh, yeah. Uh, quarterback I think is above average compared to other teams. Like he's got Josh Allen, of course, like I said, and uh, I think Anthony Richardson is going to be good enough as a second quarterback. Uh, so I I like I like the top end. I like that. I think there's going to be some games where John scores like a ton of points, just like. 
what I don't like, I, I think I Brad touched on a little bit. Running backs, there's there's some room to improve. Etn, I don't I don't see Etn being a, a number one running back. I, I think Bigsby behind him is somebody that can take a lot of touches from him mm, and goal line and, and goal goal line. Mm. Madison, can he do it? I I think he's kind of an average running back too. He's got the opportunity, but I don't think he's, he has the talent. And then Swift, there's three other running backs on the team. I I don't I don't know how that's going to shake out. So there's there's some uh, room for improvement in the running back range, but I still think this is one of the better drafts uh, of everyone. I, I I would put John in the playoffs. Playoffs and the champion. Uh, I will say this is one of the more different drafts that I've ever done. Uh, I usually have uh, solid running backs. Uh, this year I did not do that, uh, and I was kind of not liking the draft early. But I feel like that I filled it out pretty decent. Although there are some concerns with my running backs. I remember there was a point where Jeff was looking between C.D. Lamb and Pollard. Uh, if I could go back, I may wish he would have took Lamb and I took Pollard. Uh, time will tell. But I'm perfectly okay with C.D. Lamb. I think Travis Etienne is going to be fine. Uh, just got to stay healthy. As far as Anthony Richardson, he is my biggest question mark, I believe. Uh, oh, more so than my running backs. Uh, is he going to be good? You know, this rookie and Indy, they were terrible, and you got the Jonathan Taylor situation. But uh, if he ends up being the rushing quarterback that can pass some, I think it's it's going to be a good year for me. All right. Good deal, guys. All right, so that is John's team, and it sounds like we all have him in the playoffs. We will now move on to last year's champion, the disgusting Houdinis, who we're now going to jump into. So we've got quarterback to start with. I'm actually going to look at both his quarterbacks. He has Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Nice duo. Uh, both of them are going to be kind of pocket-passing quarterbacks. They're going to throw for a lot of yards. They're not necessarily going to get the rushing yards. Uh, so it's good. Uh, they're both you know top 10-ish type quarterbacks. Um, so that's, that's, that's good. That's strong. Christian McCaffrey, of course. You know, if he's at his best, he's going to be RB1. J.K. Dobbins, that's where I see a big drop-off. Uh, I am not sold on J.K. Dobbins this year, and I've seen him on on both uh, bust lists and boom lists, so it kind of depends on who you ask. Uh, he has potential, but he also I think he also has potential to to stink it up, so I think that's risky. Uh, Calvin Ridley I love, and you got the stack with Trevor Lawrence. I think Ridley will return to form. I think he is probably a top 10 receiver as far as route running and getting open. And so I think he'll see an uptick from the year before. Uh, Hopkins and Mike Williams give big play potential, so there's going to be big weeks, I think, for those two uh, receivers and for Derek's team over, overall. Uh, and Joku, nice nice tight end, won the championship last year with Joku playing in seven seven starts. Uh, on his roster, so hey, why not? Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., kind of a question mark with Antonio Gibson. Looks like they're going to split 50 50. Uh, if he emerges out of that, you know, it could be a great pickup. Uh, if not, I don't know. So uh, I, I do think that Derek has a little bit of work to do. He's solid across the board. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him outside the playoffs, though, looking in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Derek's team quite a bit. I, I think he has the best two quarterback. He, he may not have the best quarterback. He has the best quarterback tandem in the league. 
Uh, he's got the best running back. Uh, I, I could see Ridley jumping into a top five, top ten uh, wide receiver. I think this is a very boom, maybe or possibly bust team. So uh, I think things break Derek's way. He could be in path to another championship. Like if Jonathan Taylor gets traded. I think I don't. If he doesn't get traded, I think that's kind of worst case scenario. If Ridley goes up and he's got the stack with Lawrence, um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree that the running backs are probably the worst part. So I think he would need to maybe pick up a running back to make a step if Jonathan Taylor, you know, doesn't play this year, which is very possible. Um, still, I'd probably I'm gonna put. Derek in the playoffs. I th- I think this seems good enough to make it. It's very. I think it could beat any team. Very very boomer bust. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I'm going to take a different approach on Derek's team here. Uh, I hope you like the waiver wire, Derek, because you're going to spend a lot of time there. Oh. Um, I feel like this is you coming off a championship year. You were the champion. I give you props for all that. The hangover. This is the hangover. Yeah. Uh, you have four running backs on your roster as it stands today, and one of them isn't definitely not playing for four weeks. Uh, outside of then, you got J.K. Dobbins and Brian Robinson, which I do like J.K. Dobbins, but he has a history of injury. And if he goes down, you're looking at McCaffrey and Brian Robinson as your two starting running backs. I don't think that's a good look. Uh, I do agree with Levi that he probably does have the two best. Uh, quarterback tandem or duo sorry Um, maybe Brad shares that with him as well Uh, I'm not big on Calvin Ridley as as the other two are Uh, I do think he could be but I mean he's been out of the league for two years and then his number two receiver is DeAndre Hopkins like what does he look like in Tennessee how does that pan out which I think his best receiver may be Brandon Ayuk I really do like him I think he's going to be really really good this year but uh, I'll say that Derek is on the outside looking in this year. And don't hang your head too low. You're coming off the title. It happens. You know, you can phone Joey up late at night and you can all <laughs> sob together. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're going to hear a lot of that this season. Uh, some whining and moaning from the previous champion. Uh, but you know what? Get over it, Derek. You got a championship. Uh, so moving on, we got Jeff, the slop nasties bringing his roster under the microscope. Here we go. We've got top of the lead of the board here, Geno Smith, starting quarterback. Last year had a great season, really broke out for the first time in his career, at least first time in many years. And he's got a stack with DK Metcalf, which could prove uh, to be nice on given weeks. Uh, but I'm, I'm putting a question mark by Geno Smith. I don't know that last year was an anomaly. Uh, I got to see it again. But his, his running backs, B. John uh, Robinson and Tony Pollard, I mean, you talk about a high floor and a high ceiling. That could be the best running back duo in the league. Uh, if B. John Robinson pans out and Tony Pollard continues to you know do what he's done in Dallas. And then the receiving core, Tariq Hill, I mentioned D.K. Metcalf with a stack with Geno Smith and De- Deontay Johnson, who I was targeting in the draft. I really think Deontay Johnson is going to take a jump. And you got Tariq Hill with D.K., strong receiving core. Pat Fryermuth, you know, good tight end. He's probably a top seven or eight tight end. Nothing wrong with that. Christian Kirk, Mr. Consistent. I had him last year. Uh, nothing wrong with 20 points a week. 
you know, from your flex position. And that's basically what you're going to get with him. And Derek Carr rounds out his starting lineup with uh, the flex, the super flex spot. And Derek Carr going to a new team, uh, I think he has potential to, to be a, a top 12-ish quarterback, 15 maybe. Uh, and then the bench, Gabe Davis, I really like. Um, outside of that, Elijah Mitchell, uh, if Captain McCaffrey goes down, Elijah Mitchell will be uh, a, a fantasy relevant player. So uh, I got Jeff easily into the playoffs. Good team, Jeff. Yeah, I, um, like if uh, if this team was drafted with the rules from last year, this is this would be like a confusing like what did we do like yeah agreed, <laughs> like, agreed. like uh, how do we let Jeff have have all these good players? Mm-hmm. So there's like there's a lot to like here. Um, it it's kind of I think this is the the team to watch to see yeah. if. Like a lot of the research I've done with two quarterback league, that like you have to get a quarterback early or you're just not doing well. So like I'm hope I actually I'm hoping that Jeff's team does well, so that it shows that there's more than one way to win yeah. or do well. So I I, I like I like I I think the. You know, Jeff has a very deep team. Like he picked well. I I think he's gonna be Gino. Being your number one quarterback is not going to be ideal, and I don't know if he's going to start him every week. Um, or Derek Carr. I think I, I think he's probably going to have to pick up at least one or two more quarterbacks to and play the matchups, which it might be all right. And other than that, like he's he's has a solid lineup, and I put I easily put Jeff in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I, I have this as the second best draft amongst the ten teams. Uh, and there was one other team that kind of followed the same strategy. And like Levi was talking about, we'll kind of see if a good example of that does it work. Because as it stands, he has three of the top ten, twelve players in a normal PPR uh, ranking. So with uh, Robinson, Hill, and Pollard, uh, and then he's got Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk. I mean, God dang! Uh, I do like Geno Smith. I think, I think he's going to be really good, uh, especially with adding and uh, JSN. Um, yeah, I think Jeff really, really only made one mistake. He drafted a defense at twelfth that almost, <laughs> almost want to just take you out of the playoff contention and, because of it. And it's worse. I, I hate to cut in here, but mm-hmm. he didn't look at the Week One matchup. Do you know who the Patriots are playing Week One? Who's that? The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, oh, that, good, no. good move. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, you no. you did uh, the old slop nasties. Did it right. All right, guys. Great analysis, Jeff. You're in the playoffs, according to the experts here. Not a good sign. At the you. table, not a good sign. All right, all right. So we're going to move on now. We've got Joey, the intoxicated All Stars, on the table, and we'll see if we can get anything out of him here. He's sitting here with us. Uh, I'd like to see him comment on his own team at least. So let's start with Joey's team. He's got Lamar Jackson up top at quarterback. He has weapons now. He has Odell. He has Rashad Bateman. He has Zay Flowers, who has really been uh, talked up big in in camp. And so with that, I mean, look, Lamar is a QB one type quarterback. He's going to be he's going to be great if he stays healthy. Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry. Uh, I'd kind of I'd kind of compare this to Jeff's team, two strong running backs. 
Um, I'm thinking Barkley's top five is healthy, and it's Derrick Henry. I mean, um, he's a man crush of mine. I'd love to have him on my team. And so running backs are strong. Chris Olave, superstar potential. Uh, I do like the car Olave connection there. If they can get that going, uh, that could be uh, that could be nice as well. Debo Samuel and McLaurin, I'm not as big on. Um, with Debo, I, I can't put my finger on it. I just don't love him this year. Um, but he's got a history of rushing yards and, you know, obviously being a strong receiver. So we'll see. But Terry McLaurin, uh, I think, is going to be overshadowed by Jahan Dotson, which is the reason why I drafted Dotson. Um, and he's got a turf toe injury right now. So we'll see. Kyle Pitts, kind of a risky pick there with the tight end position. We know Pitts uh, struggles last season. Uh, but could he rebound? He's a, he's a freak athlete. Could see uh, could see an increased performance there from Pitts. Damian Pierce is a uh, a nice uh, RB three, nice flex running back. I think he's he's on a bad team, but he, he's getting the workload right. So he's, he's getting the workload. And then you got Jared Goff with the Lions, who may be one of the top five, six, seven offenses in the league, and uh, he gets uh, a couple extra weapons himself. And he's got Almond Ross St. Brown who looks to break out. Uh, on the bench, Jordan Addison, Odell Beckham, Quentin, Quentin Johnson. He has some strong receiver depth there if, you need, if need be. And then Kenny Pickett, uh, who I like as well, to take a step up. Uh, and then Zeke and Higby. So he's got some depth as well. I like it. Joey is in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, um, I really like Joey's team as well. I think I love his running backs. I think Saquon's super underrated um, in a PPR league. I think he's one of – I think he'll end up being bet, like one of the top five for sure running back. Uh, Derrick Henry still got it. I, I, he may not finish the year, but he's going to get – as long as Henry is on in Joey's lineup, he's probably going to be at advantage to win that week. Um, and then I, I think Pierce is a good play late. I think he – I think next year he's going to be like a you know a top ten pick like running back or a top ten running back next year. I think he's going to make a huge jump. He's he's basically their offense this year. Like I can't even name a Texans wide receiver. Um, Nico Collins. Nico Collins. I I don't yeah, know who that is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, and then another thing I I think. I like I like where Joey went with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Great pick. I think he, that's just like the automatic pick you take there. Uh, no real other choice. And then Jared Goff is. I think he's pretty underrated. I think you're going to want to start Jared Goff when he's at home in the dome every week. And then he made up for Goff when he's not playing with Pickett, who's like kind of a lottery ticket. I think he could be. He could make a jump. He was pretty good late last year. Uh, I agree with the the with Brad about wide receiver. There's still some work to be done. If Addison j- makes a jump or is you know as good as everybody's saying, I think it's going to be good. Um, McLaurin's been hurt. I think he's going to be struggling that year. I, I I like Dotson more. Uh, and Debo has had a history of injuries, but he, he can be like if Debo stays healthy, then this is definitely a playoff team. I. I I, I put Joey in the playoffs, you know, challenging for a championship. Yeah, this is uh, this team reminds me of my team last year. 
he has Lamar was I had Jalen Hurts, I had Saquon, Derrick Henry, and uh, Kyle Pitts. Uh, I do have Joey going to the playoffs simply because I think this is a man that wants to right the ship. (laughs) I knew that when he drafted Lamar Jackson first round, I was like, Joey is willing to change. He went with the quarterback, which I thought was probably the better play, and he built a team. Although I have a lot of similarities where he has what I didn't is a guy named Spears on his team. Which that alone is going to get you the playoffs. But no, I, I do like Jared Goff as his number two quarterback. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. And I love the fact that he didn't just get one, he got two of the, the hot rookies coming out into the league this year. And so, where he does have deficiencies at, at wide receiver, if one of those guys explodes, Joey has them. So, I do have Joey going to the playoffs. All right, sounds like we all have Joey going to the playoffs. Joey, you have any words? Yeah, I, I think you're all right about McLaurin. He kind of has me nervous. And, you know, the turf toe usually lingers around. Uh, so I'm not too happy about that. But when McLaurin's healthy and he plays, no matter who, who his quarterback's been, he catches everything thrown to him. So if he's on the field, he has a good chance of putting up a lot of points. Yeah, Joey says lay off McLaurin, guys. Okay. We'll see. All right. (laughs) All right, so here we go. We're going to jump into the next team. Analyze It's What Plants Crave, Levi Basham. Let's jump into this. So we've got uh, off the top, you see, he's got Patrick Mahomes, but what what you may not see until you get down to his tight end, he's also got Travis Kelsey. That is going to be a nasty duo. It's going to win him a week or two at least. Um, that's going to be an epic stack. All right, now you get into his running backs, Joe Mixon, James Conner. Uh, I like both of those running backs. I'm not in love with them. I don't think there's a ton of pop there. Uh, I think there's some touchdown upside with Conner. Uh, he's going to get the workload. And, and Mixon, and he's 29. I, I don't know if he's going to start taking a, a start declining a little bit. Maybe not. If he doesn't, and you know, he stays up as an elite QB or RB2, RB1, RB2 range. That could be nice, but um, running backs are good, not great, from my opinion. A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, and D.J. Moore. Uh, definitely some pop with A.J. Brown D.J. Moore. I really like Moore in Chicago with an improved Justin Fields. They think It sounds like they're going to throw the ball more, and they're going to throw it deep. Justin Fields throws a good deep ball. D.J. Moore is a great deep ball receiver. That is going to um, – that is going to produce. Uh, Keenan Allen is kind of an X factor as far as I'm concerned. Although, I mean, Justin Herbert's there. A lot of a lot of people like Herbert this year, including myself. And I mean, he's got Mike Williams. He's got Keenan Allen, the, the rookie Johnston. Sounds like uh, Keenan Allen's going to get a lot of the short, you know, the short passes that he's always gotten. He's going to be he's going to be up there as far as total receptions. So that's nice. Tyler Lockett. Um, man, I feel like Lockett gets overlooked a little bit every year, and the only thing he does is go out on the field and produce. And so I think he's a strong play in your flex position. And then Tua uh, is another X factor. Uh, there may be some questions around his concussion proclivity, uh, but he's got weapons. You know, and he's, he, can, he can throw the ball. He can throw the deep ball. So Tua should be a nice QB, too. Uh, bench, uh, Khalil Herbert. 
JSN, Antonio Gibson I really like, Jalen Warren's a good backup. Samaji P. Ryan may be, may be RB1 to open the season there in Denver until Javante Williams gets comfortable and Sam Howell uh, there to QB3. So he's got some nice depth on the bench. I think this is a playoff team. Uh, I'll go ahead and let John talk about my team before I um, talk about mine. Yeah, this is definitely a playoff team. I mean, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, him coming back. You know, Levi was probably wetting his pants when he saw Travis Kelsey get passed up by Jeff. Um, yeah, that, that right there, I think maybe Brad mentioned, hey, that's going to win you a game. Maybe two or three. Uh, and then you tack on A.J. Brown. And like Brad said, like his running backs are probably his greatest weakness. But then in the draft, I feel like he realized it, and he took four running backs in a row. So he built up enough depth to kind of help him overcome if there is any issues in his running backs. Uh, but I do love his receivers and his top two uh, with Pat Mahomes and Kelsey. Definitely a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, so. I'll say what I'm going. To, I, I mean, of course, I'm putting myself as a playoff team. You know, I, even if my draft wasn't good, but like, I, the way I built my team was I just wanted people to be to not want to play against me. <laughs> and when and I, I kind of built it that way, and it started off with Mahomes, Kelsey stack. I think that's the 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 strongest stack you could have in in the league. Like, agreed. <laughs> Uh, I I feel like I'm pretty strong wide receiver. I did. Um, I and then running back. I kind of I took Mixon. I, I'm happy with Mixon. I think Mixon's going to be good every week. There's nobody behind him to like take touches away. Uh, I think he could catch more balls this year than he did last year, just because uh, Burroughs has some uh, shin issues. He's not going to run as much. So in order to, to escape, you know. Uh, sacks or uh, blitzes or stuff. He's gonna do some short passes. Uh, yeah, I've Connor. I kind of just had to take a value pick there. He's Arizona. I don't really like as a team, but I think he's gonna get a lot of goal line, a lot of rushes. Uh, and I just kind of just did lottery tickets with the rest of the running backs. I, I've I, but I feel happy about wide receiver. Uh, and then Tua, like I. He was at the point where, like, I couldn't not take him anymore. Like, he's like, as healthy. He's got the two, you know, two of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, I've watched plenty of games last year where he threw up 500 yards or a couple games where he had about 500 yards. So, I, I'm i happy to have him as my second quarterback. I, I don't think it's the best tandem, but, like, they can uh, overperform every quarterback, both my quarterbacks, every week. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's also a consensus with the uh, playoffs. Levi is going to be in the playoffs, which Levi, that may not be a good a good omen. No, no, we uh, did that last year, I think. Yeah, so. All right, so we're going to jump into the next team on our list. This is the Team Purple Bleeders, Lance Frick. And, Lance! And uh, a couple of statements before I go through some of his players very quickly. Uh, to me, from on paper, this is the most balanced team in the league. Uh, I think this is this may be the best team in the league. Uh, now, his quarterbacks are not going to blow you away because you got Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G. Um, so, you know, he's not going to win on the power of his quarterback play. Although, you know, they'll be fine. You know, Cousins and Jimmy G will be fine. 
and actually, he doesn't have another quarterback on the bench, so um, that he, may that may hurt Purdy? him a little bit. Did he drop Purdy? Yeah. No, he's got Purdy. My bad. Yep, he's got Purdy. So his quarterbacks are good, not great. But here's where the separation comes in. He's got his running backs, Josh Jacobs and Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I, I really like Ramondre Stevenson this year. I've targeted him. I've wanted him. Uh, I really think he's going to be uh, the workhorse there. And then Josh Jacobs. I mean, everybody just keeps doubting him every year, and he's been on. <laughs> he's been on. Uh, he's been a top, you know, top running back. So. Strong at running back and his receiving core, Justin Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown, there's not two better in the league. That is the best duo in the league, in my opinion, Justin Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, and then he's got Marquise Brown as the third receiver. TJ Hawkinson is his tight end, which is good. TJ's a, he's a top five tight end, so there's nothing wrong with that. Javante Williams is a question mark, but he's got Isaiah Pacheco on the bench who could fill in uh, when need be. So if Javante Williams doesn't work out, he's got Pacheco there, who I like Pacheco as well at Kansas City. And the rest of his bench, we mentioned Purdy, Evan Ingram, Thielen, Charbonnet, and Nico Collins. And he's got some depth there. He's got a handcuff with Charbonnet. Uh, he's a playoff. I and mean, this is a playoff team. It may be the best team in the league. Uh, yeah. Um, this is this is another. It's, I, I have the same thing I, I say about Jeff. This is another team we're watching that doesn't have a, a great quarterback room, but the first four picks. I mean, there's there's no complaints. Like uh, getting Josh Jacobs in the third round. Like it, any team with Justin Jefferson is going to look better. Just off the bat, like you have the only player that can rival quarterbacks. So like having Justin Jefferson's first pick is kind of like having a quarterback, your mm. quarterback. Yeah. So, um, cause you know, he, he puts up consistently the same as, you know, a top five quarterback. Um, so I, I, I also have this team in, uh, you know, in, in the, in the playoffs, um, like the first four picks, I love. I'm the rest. I'm. I think that was. That, and those first four picks are enough to get playoffs. And there's room to grow. Then the next, I'm not super excited about. I don't like uh, Hollywood Brown. I don't know what's happening here. Like I said with my team, like I I think there's value there. I don't know where it's coming from though. Uh, it like Lance drafted a lot of players that he had last year too, and. Lance's team wasn't as good as some of the other teams, so I, I don't think this team is as deep. Like uh, Lance and Jeff had the same strategy, but I think Jeff has a deeper team, and Lance is more top heavy. But I, I still have both of the teams in the playoffs. Who yeah. boy, Lance, man, the Bills in the twelfth round too. The Bills in the twelfth round. That's all I bad that I have to say about it. Uh, his team's not deep, but it is potent. Um, he may, he definitely has the best two receiver combo amongst anyone, and he probably has the third best running back duo. And what you know, we talked a lot about you know Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs being the combo or Mahomes Kelsey. It'd be hard to argue against it. It's not Cousins and Justin Jefferson. I mean, those, those dudes are got to be. They're going to be putting up numbers. Uh, he's he's got a beat stick in his first top four picks. 
and they're going to put up a lot of points that you're going to have to overcome. But again, his depths, you know, I'm not even going to criticize it. I mean, Javonta Williams, I mean, he could be a top 10, top 5 running back. Uh, Lance, you really outdid yourself with this one, Mr. Northern Heat. Something funny real quick. I just got to mention, uh, little birdie told me that Lance didn't really do much research. All he did was show up with his magazine, and everybody loves his team. <laughs> yeah, that's all you, all you need sometimes, a boy in a magazine. A boy know? in a magazine. That sounds like a title of a great book. Yeah. All right, good deal, guys. We've got Lance in the books, in the playoffs, so we're going to move on to Jason Faget, the Scoops Troop. And we take a look at his team, starting from the top. You've got Jalen Hurts, who is a top – Top five quarterback by anybody's measure. He's on a great team. You know, he's got rushing capability. I mean, look, he's he's there. He's a QB1, really good QB1. Now, as running backs, I hate them. Jason, I hate the running backs. I'm just telling you, I hate Jameer Gibbs. I hate Cam Akers and Jamal Williams. And he's got Alan Kamara on the bench. Well, I may even hate even more. And he's got Devin Singletary, Joe. Uh, so you got a bunch of running backs, but they all stink. Every one of them, they stink. I, I, I can't stand Gibbs this year. He's a rookie. They got David Montgomery there. Gibbs is going to have nice games. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see him as a week-in and week-out smash pick. Cam Akers the same way. Yeah, he's shown flashes, but he's never done it for a full season. He's always had injuries. And that team, the Rams are going to stink. So I, I just don't see him being a great value pick. And then Jamal Williams, I mean, he's at New Orleans. you got some young running backs there behind him, Kendry Miller. Uh, yeah, he's going to get goal line stuff, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't I, – his running backs are terrible. And then you look at his run as receivers, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Chris Godwin. You know, two years ago, this has been the best receiving core in the league. Now, now we look at it, Cooper Cup's, what, dealing with an injury – Devontae Adams is dealing with uh, a chain, a coaching staff change and a quarterback change. And Chris Godwin is dealing with a quarterback change as well, which and, – and all of those changes, none of them are, are going to benefit those players, in my mind, at least. So uh, they have potential there at the receiver position, but I, I think they're – I think all three of those are on the back end of their careers. Dallas Goddard, nice t- – nothing wrong with Dallas Goddard, top ten – tight in easily he'll be fine uh and then Aaron Rodgers that's another kind of a question mark there I mean what's he going to do with the Jets he's got a ton of weapons he's got running he's got a running game he's got a defense but we've seen Aaron Rodgers the last couple years kind of decline a little bit uh can he revitalize himself in New New York we'll see and then on the bench Jerry Judy is going to miss some time uh Kamara who's going to miss some time A.J. Dillon uh, not a bad play there. He can mix in A.J. Dillon. In fact, I'd probably pick Dillon over Jamal Williams, if I'm honest. Uh, Juju, which is fine. Lazard and then Singletary. <laughs> Why are you drafted Dillon Singletary? I have no idea, Jason, but your team stinks, and it ain't even close to the playoffs. This team's terrible. Worst team in the league. I would. I don't know if I'd say that. I, I, I do think that there's a lot of work to do. Like the injury slash suspension bug has already hit this team a bunch. Uh, I think I think Jason's gonna start the league off, you know, not having a lot of wins in in his. Uh, I don't. <laughs> it's 
here, here's the thing. Like this is this happened to me a couple of years. Where like I just love players, and then I don't think about the offenses that they're on or what if, whether their teams are going to win or not. And and I'd say like seventy five percent of the players on this team are going to be on losing teams, mm. and they and not great offenses. Mm. So I don't have a lot of optimism. I don't think like of course Jason's going to find ways to win. Like he's he's competent owner. But he's 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 hamstringing himself, pun intended, <laughs> from uh, uh, you know like, and he's gonna be starting off slow, and there's not gonna a high ceiling to this team. So I I don't think this team's gonna make the playoffs. Just say they stink. All right, John. All right, tell you what you should do, Jason, is go on to your mantle where you have that championship ring. Go ahead and put it on. Take it out on the town. Give it a spin. <laughs> stare at it. And just enjoy the fact that you have won. Uh, that's the best way that I can put it. Your team. Let's see. Um, it, it needs a lot of work. Don't hold back. And, and I, well, it's trash. The best thing that you did, you took the Cowboys D at 15. <laughs> Uh, if that's where I'm, if that's where I'm starting, when looking at your team, and it's not because you don't know what you're doing. I think it, it's more of there's like Levi was saying, there's a lot of Q's and O's, and you have one of the things that I think frustrates me the most, you know, with teams that I've had in the past is I don't know who I'm going to be starting. You know, with Cooper Cup, you know, he's probably going to be banged up. Are you going to start him? You're going to put in Chris Godwin, Cam McCall. I mean, God dang, man. Um, you're going to need Juju and Alan Lazard to be saviors uh, or something. Uh, I think your saving grace is Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be really, really good. Uh, and if they can get you, you know, squeaking by and get you to the playoffs – you're not going to the playoffs. I'm just going to stop it right there. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no way. Yeah. And Rogers is an average quarterback. Yeah. So, I think he's going to be great. They disagree, but you know, put that ring on. Remember how it felt. Yeah. And, you you have one more ring than us. Yeah. So you, yeah. But like, yeah. this can, is not a good team. Yeah, I can talk no, smack, but you are a former <laughs> champion, so embrace that. Yeah. This team is garbage. All right, so we're going to move on to the next lucky contestant. Uh, that's going to be Victoria's Secret, Amanda Shelley. And this year she drafts her team for the first time. So uh, we'll kind of see we'll kind of see how that goes. So we've, we've got her team laid out here in front of us. Quarterback position, Joe Burrow. Nothing wrong with that. Joe Burrow, uh, I mean, if he stays healthy, he's a, probably a top five, six, seven quarterback. And, um, you know, the, his team's obviously in position to make a deep playoff run. So... Uh, but then Dak Prescott is your second quarterback. Man, I I don't know what to think about Dak, guys. Um, and I don't think a lot of the fantasy community does either. Because he has potential. He's shown flashes of being a QB1 type. Uh, but for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to, uh, to be consistent in that. Now, the running back situation, uh, we're looking at uh, Nick Chubb. Look, smash pick. Love that pick. Nick Chubb has been nothing but a workhorse his whole career. Has avoided injuries for the most part, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and is just the guy who gets, you know, 20, 25 carries a game. He's going to be great. Now, you got Rashad Penny in your lineup, but you got Brees Hall on the bench. 
Uh, that will change in a couple weeks, I think, once Brees Hall gets worked into the lineup. So I, I do like Brees Hall. Um, so I'm not really going to evaluate Penny so much because I think Brees Hall is going to end up in your lineup. Uh, and I think I think he will emerge ahead of D- Dalvin Cook, but I could be wrong about that. We'll see. Uh, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, and Drake London. That is a strong receiving core. Uh, Waddle and Higgins have proven it. They have been – they're still young receivers who – uh, get a lot of targets. Drake London is one of the more, uh, I guess, popular bust or uh, boom picks this year as far as being a second-year wideout. Uh, George Kittle at tight end. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think he's a little banged up right now as well. We'll kind of see where that goes. But, you know, good tight end. James Cook comes in on the fle- at the flex position. Uh, I really like James Cook. I, yeah, I feel like he's one of those guys you either love him or hate him. Uh, I think he has the ability to – um, to be a strong play in Buffalo. Uh, and then I mentioned Jack Prescott. So the bench, you got George Pickens, Darnell Mooney, uh, Elijah Moore, three three good bench receivers. Damian Harris, eh. And Kyler Murray on the bench, which once he comes back, he could be a play as well. So uh, I am looking at this roster, and I'm seeing uh, a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to like here with the with Amanda's draft. Uh I love Chubb. Yeah. Uh, Chubb was one of the running backs I was eyeing going to mm-hmm. pick. Uh, didn't even have the opportunity to take him, but so but he's definitely one of the running backs I wanted. Uh, Burrows, like you, first round pick. I you take any of the top seven picks, like they're great. Um, but. It's just there's a lot. I think Amanda's team's gonna be slow out the gate, but pick it up later on. And if she makes some good pickups, maybe make the playoffs. Uh, I, I think Brees Hall's probably gonna be like the player to watch. Yeah. Uh, if he comes back and does what he did last year, I think I think that's she's gonna have to wait and maybe have to bench him if you, first month of the year. But I, I have her out just outside the playoffs as well. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. We're all waiting. Yeah. This no, one. I was just thinking. <laughs> Brad probably loves Rob's chubby. But anyway, that's <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Anyway. It's uh, immature. Yeah, it was very, yeah, very, very immature. immature. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to interrupt Levi. But it kind of You did, but. I did, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, Amanda, you're the only one. That I give leeway on drafting a defense in the twelfth round, because going back looking at it, you saw three defenses going in a row, and you just jumped on it and took a defense. For everyone else, you're scrubs. But uh, yes, I do think she drafted a pretty decent team. Uh, even though I do have her missing the playoffs, uh, she does have enough there to where she obviously could make the playoffs. Whereas Jason, you know. Just rewind, you know, maybe two minutes and figure that out. Uh, I like Dak Prescott here. Uh, he's kind of had a lot of interceptions throughout his career, and maybe it's a, the new offensive coordinator. They kind of get all these things ironed out uh, and with uh, Zeke moving on. But I do like Kittle. She got him in the eighth round. I love George picking his nose. Uh, I'm not big on the Chicago receiver, but I get it. You're a homer, so that's, that's the homer pick. But I think Elijah Moore, that's the guy. I think he may be special. I think he may end up on your 
in your starting lineup. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I have her missing, but she has a, a pretty solid team that could, you know, make a run. One more team. All right, and so last <laughs> but certainly not least, uh, because I'm sure all you guys have this team in the playoffs. We are going to look at Black Sunday. As so I'll jump right into it. Uh, so Justin Fields, I draft him as my QB one. Uh, obvious elite rush potential. Uh, he gets DJ Moore there in Chicago, which adds a deep threat for him. Uh, but he projects as a top five QB, so I'm I'm going to take that. I I think if he stays healthy, he will be that top five QB. Uh, running backs, Aaron Jones. So I drafted Aaron Jones. I've heard some scuttle about it. I know he's 29 now. There's no Aaron Rodgers. AJ Dillon's there. He's getting older. Blah blah blah. Aaron Jones has been a top 15 running back for the last six years, and I'm betting that he's going to do it again. And so uh, I like that. Kenneth Walker. Uh, I believe Kenneth Walker is one of the most athletic, strongest running backs in the league. I think he is built to be a running back. I think he is going to get nothing but carries there. I know Zach Charbonnet's there, but I think he's going to get a lot of looks probably in the passing game. That's kind of a weakness of Walker. He's not a pass catcher uh, much, but I think he's going to be goal line. I think he's going to get all uh, of the heavy workload. Jamar Chase. Uh, do I need to say anything about Jamar Chase? He's probably number one or number two receiver in the league. Uh, Amari Cooper, uh, I I think Cooper, look, he's a deep threat for Deshaun Watson, who, uh, you know, a lot of good words out of camp about Deshaun Watson, so you got Cooper there as a security blanket for him, uh, and he's been consistent since he's been in the league, mostly. Uh, Jahan Dotson, uh, I think he has, uh, I saw some stats about Jahan Dotson, I think he led the league last year in routes where he was open, even if he didn't get the, the throw. So he's just an elite route runner. He gets open. I think he's going to supplant Terry McLaurin. I think he's going to be wide receiver one there in Washington. And I think he's going to take a big step up. Um, so Okonkwo is my tight end, is the weakness of my team. I get that. I did that on purpose. Uh, I'm probably, I possibly will stream uh, this, this position the entire year. But Okonkwo is on kind of a watch list for a breakout. So, um, he had some nice games late in the season last year. We'll kind of see how he picks up. Rashad White, I mean, he's kind of similar. To, I kind of compare him to Damian Pierce. He's on a bad team, but he's getting all the workload. I mean, there's really no competition in Tampa Bay. Uh, he's getting all the carries. And uh, while they, they stink as a team, he's getting all the work. So I like that. And then Daniel Jones comes in as my QB2. Obvious rush, uh, rush potential uh, and upside. He's got Waller there now. Uh, that I think could be a nice connection. Uh, but uh, And then my bench, David Montgomery, who I think could be in a starting lineup. Brandon Cooks, I'm, I'm, I'm going between starting Cooks and Dotson, to be honest with you. Uh, I like Cooks at Dallas, so if, he's, if he really busts out of Dallas, I'm probably going to take out one of my receivers and play Cooks. Russell Wilson and Jordan Love give me QB depth. And then I got Rondell Moore and Sam Laporta for some late depth at receiver and tight end. So I think I'm a playoff team. And that's it. That's that. So, hmm. <laughs> a lot to say here. <laughs> um, no, um, I, I'll say, uh, uh, you know, as the president of, of the Justin Fields fan club, <laughs> well done. Yeah. 
Um, I'm a little upset you got him. I kind of tore into Amanda at the drafts for not taking him. Um, because I don't, I don't want Fields on Brad's team. <laughs> uh, I'd rather have him on Amanda's team. Um, uh, you know there there are some players alike. I think that I think Brad is a part of the Jeff and Lance experiment because I think they're kind of opposites in a way. Mm-hmm. So like, Brad went heavy quarterback. He took you know everybody knows Daniel Jones like, and everyone's had him on your team and he's had he's won you weeks he's lost you weeks. Yeah. I I don't know if any of us foresaw him going third round, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I th- I think like if if Brad's team's good that's probably why, and that would make that to me that would make it. The, the Jeff and Lance experiment bad <laughs> like so I and I want I want Jeff and Lance's team to be good so I have Brad just outside the playoffs um like you know I I, I think Brad's gonna be playing the waiver wire game that's a hot this take. year I think I, I think he's lacking in bench depth because mm. he yeah. has he has Four of his spots are filled up with quarterbacks and tight ends. Or no, three of his spots are yeah. filled up with quarterbacks and tight ends. So that just leaves three other spots to fill up. For If there's any injuries, it's it's going to be a problem for him. So I, it's it's a team to watch. I just This is just a – I'm not going to say that I'm an expert in, in what players to have, but I'm wanting Jeff and, and Lance's teams to be good. I'm hoping. So that would mean that Brad's has to be out of the playoffs mm. for me. Yeah, I don't care if his team's any good. Um, but I think I was a little harsh on his draft, especially during the draft. And then later I went when I ranked all the drafts, I had him in eight. But looking at it again – I think it's pretty good. Uh, although, I think Levi said it, it's the depth. If he can f- figure that out, you know, he's probably going to have to let, like I think Brad alluded to it too as well, is he's going to have to let one of those guys go. And I believe that it'll probably be Jordan Love if I just had to guess. But I do like Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, Amari Cooper, uh, David Montgomery, Brandon Cooks. I mean, those are good players. And – I do have him out of the playoffs, but this is definitely a team I easily play yeah, its way in for sure. I I hate to pile on it, Jason. I I don't foresee Jason competing for a playoff spot, but I I feel like Brad is gonna be competing for a playoff. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I mean, if he plays his cards right, right. with Ruby, you know, <laughs> the commish, you know, a little smoochy smoo, you you never know what could happen if Rob drops a player and Brad suddenly it's on Brad's team that could definitely that could definitely happen but as far as Brad's team I I was probably initially more critical than I am now it's probably a fringe playoff team all right now that we have established that two of the three podcasters are idiots we can now move on and to our next segment which is going to be the survey that was done that Levi sent out to the league to answer questions based off of draft success and other factors so we'll get into that next thanks for hanging with us for this long segment we broke down your crappy team uh good luck moving on
All right, we're back, and we have uh, earlier this week I sent everybody out uh, a questionnaire about the draft. I wanted to, I want to, you know, get the pulse of the league and how everyone felt on uh, everyone else's teams, you know, because I'm sure y'all enjoy listening to us, but you know, we want to hear everyone else's opinions too and see what um, what everyone else has. It probably brings a little bit more accurate of a consensus. And say so uh, I'll, I'll just go through the questions and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, surprises what was expected what we thought so um, question one uh, question one was uh, who do you think had the best draft and uh, top pick was uh, John with uh, three picks three people thought he had the best draft uh, uh, I was one of them and then two uh, had Brad Two had me, two had Lance, and one had Amanda. Uh, so th- no picks for uh, Jeff, Jason, Joey, or Derek, which a uh, little bit of a surprise. I, I, th- I thought Jeff might have got an extra one. Yeah, not Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, next uh, next question, or do you want to talk? Or we'll, we'll discuss it after. Mm-hmm. Um uh, who do you think had the worst draft? <laughs> no, uh, the league is very funny. <laughs> so there was a, a a tie between Brad and Rob, <laughs> who had the worst draft. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. Every, each, uh, both of them had three picks, which left four picks to go. So I'm assuming two of them were <laughs> Brad and Rob. Uh, so two had Jason, uh, one for Joey, one for Derek. I picked Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so it leaves one there. I think, I think, I think Rob picked you, Joey. Of course he did. Yeah. Hater. Uh, all right. Here's the big one, and we had everybody pick their six playoff teams. Uh, and the first, uh, <laughs> the the so the six teams that were. Or the top six teams were uh, me, Jeff, uh, with not uh, me and Jeff had nine each. Uh, John had eight picks. Lance had eight picks. Derek had six picks, and then there was a two-way tie in six with Brad and Amanda with five picks, which uh, left Rob and Joey. on the outside, and then Lance, or not Lance, uh, Jason got two picks at the end for playoffs. So there's, there were two people in the group that wanted, that thought you had a good team, Jason. They probably misunderstood the question. Or maybe it was one person. I guess it would be one person. Um, question four. Uh, who do you think will be this year's Mr. slash Mrs. Average? And this is probably the biggest shock, because like, Seems like uh, I hate to pile on you, Jason. Uh, everyone thinks uh, two people think you're average, Jason. And that and that's the uh, top two, and you tied with Amanda with two picks as well. And then there were votes going to Rob, John, Joey, Lance, uh, Jeff, and Derek. Uh, me and Brad were the only ones not that didn't have a pick, so that one's a little all over the place. And then last uh, question was, who do you think is going to win this year? And the winner of this one is Lance with three picks, 30% of the vote. 
and then I had two picks. Uh, and then Brad, John, Joey, Jeff, and Derek all had one vote. So it was pretty interesting. It it seems like uh, everyone thinks Lance and is has the strongest team. Uh, but uh, they liked your team, John, like the most. I'm just more likable than Lance. It must be it. Probably, or did, or they they just don't believe you as a, a owner in the long <laughs> round of the game. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like the the who would be Mister Mister Average kind of uh, describes how like I feel like most people looked at the draft and thought everybody did pretty well. There was no real consensus. I feel like uh, they all looked pretty good, with the exception of maybe one. Or two teams, you know, maybe three. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like, you know, Lance probably did have the best draft and probably should get all the flowers, as the kids say, you know. He just he, he just got his, his magazine, his lunch pill <laughs> last Saturday. His book, you know. <laughs> Went to work mm-hmm. and drafted Ramondre. All right. Put it in his eight-hour day, took his break, mm-hmm. you know, twice, twice in a day and ate his 30-minute lunch. Yeah. So um, it, was, it was interesting. I, I might do like a midweek or not a midweek, a mid-year uh, questionnaire as well, see how everything's going. Maybe maybe see uh, how that changes from this year. Yeah, uh, no. That's all I got for the, the question. Joe, do you have anything you want? Any shocks from you? No, not really. It's just glad to see some one person has enough sense to say I'm going to win. You probably picked when I Levi asked when he asked you not to. You probably picked your own team. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do this for this segment. Uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. All right, dorks. Now we get into the weekly picks, and week one is just right around the corner. Next weekend, and we're going to start with Black Sunday taking on Farewell to Hope. Both teams 0 and 0, as are all teams at this point. However, Brad is 5 and 2 all time versus John. So let's get into it. So I've got the matchup in front of me. I see Josh Allen and Diggs playing against the Jets, who, from what I've seen, are one of the top one or two defenses in the league. I don't think that that bodes well for John. I can't stand Michael Pittman. Yeah, Anthony Richards is going to suck. I like my, my team here. Give me myself and a blowout. Um, This one's a tough one. This one's a tough one. Brother matchup. Um, uh, uh, so, like, Justin Fields against Green Bay. I think he's going to do well. Uh, I think there's a lot of tough matchups here. Is this a problem? Like, I don't – it's it's early in the year, so like I'm kind of just going off what the defenses were last year. Um, at Josh Allen against the Jets doesn't sound too great, uh, and then Richardson's a rookie. I think I'm gonna go with Brad this week just because uh, he has a lot more players that I know what's gonna happen. That I kind of expect the numbers, so I'm just gonna go with Brad. Yeah, that's 
Way to start off on the wrong foot there, Levi. Uh, this will be the whooping of the week. And I, I know it's my team. I understand all that. Like, I get it. Like, I'm trying to be as, you know, as a podcast, the host, you want to be, you know, remove your biases. So you think you're going to get whooped. Okay. I'm about to whoop Brad's ass. And it it's going to be the biggest whooping all, all season. Wow. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, like throw you know, all week one, throw out all the matchups, all that crap. It doesn't matter. This is based off draft because we don't know who's good and we don't know who's bad. And he's got a lot of bad and I got a lot of good. Um, we'll revisit this next week. So, yeah, next see. week we'll be – yeah, that's fine. I'll, we'll lead off with it. That's cool. Me by a lot. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh. Go, Go ahead, Joe. Joe. <laughs> I was looking at this, and originally I was going to take John because I feel like he had the better draft. But now that it's week one and, you know, the matchups do matter a little bit. Um, and there's just some questions on John's team for week one that don't really know until they get answered. Um, so well, they're about I, to be answered, Joe. I, I, I hate to do it. You know I do, but I gotta take Brad. And kiss him on the mouth. Uh, please don't, Joe. But I uh, appreciate the vote of confidence. Black Sunday is gonna roll. That we all agree with that. So let's move on to the next matchup, which is gonna involve the intoxicated All Stars taking on the Cleveland Steamers. Rob Tinsley, the commissioner. As I look upon, across this matchup, what I don't like with Rob is Rob. I want to pick you, brother. I do. But you've got matchups with Najee Harris against San Francisco, Garrett Wilson against Buffalo, Devontae Smith against New England. There's some tough defenses that you're going up against. I don't like Matt Stafford. Um, you know, so I'm going to take Joey here. I think his matchups are a little bit better. Uh, I like Derrick Henry against New Orleans. Uh, I like Alave against Tennessee, you know, and some others. So I, I'm, I'm going to take Joe in a close one. Um, this one's a tough one. I guess they're I guess they're all pretty tough, except mine. I'm probably gonna crush Jeff. Um, <laughs> um, I I'm just looking at the quarterbacks, and I I think this week I'm just gonna go with the better quarterbacks, and that's Joey. So Lamar and Jared Goff seem better than Deshaun Watson and and Stafford. Uh, kind of I I. I like Derrick Henry against New Orleans too. I think New Orleans not very good. Uh, so I, I yeah, Joey. Uh, as much as I don't want to say it because Joey just picked against me, uh, <laughs> I got Joey here. Um, I'd like to to note that this probably was the first unsolicited strike at Rob from Brad. So if you're keeping score at home, one nothing. It's not a strike. <laughs> Rob, don't worry. Yeah. He also picked you out of the playoffs, Rob. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah, I did. So, 2 0. What are you going to do about it, Rupert? He huh? didn't pick you in anything in the survey. No. Nope. Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> Three strikes. All right, moving on. Joe, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, the, the only really concern I have is in McLaurin. Like, I don't know if I should roll with him or maybe switch, switch him out with someone else, but. Yeah, I, I think this is an easy win. Oh, wow. Easy. Rob, keep your head up, bro. There'll be better days. All right. 
Moving on. Next matchup, we have Slop Nasty taking on It's What Plants Crave. And this matchup features some strong quarterback play. Patrick Mahomes, Geno Smith potentially. Man, I look down. The, this is going to be a tough one. I'm going to take Jeff, but I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, I don't really see a great matchup disadvantage or advantage. Uh, so I th I'm going to go with the best roster that I think, and I think Jeff has a slightly better roster. Although Mahomes and Kelsey could definitely, definitely put their their imprint on this game, but give me give me Jeff. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not going to predict like a you know the best win of the season like John is, but like this is this is showing why the stack I have is so crippling because it's on Thursday. The game's going to be over on Thursday. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm taking me. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I got Levi here too. Uh, I know it said it's all based off the draft, and, and it is. And I think Jeff's team at the end will be up there in the top two or three. I want to see Bijan Robinson get his welcome to the NFL, you know, hit out of the way. Let's see how he responds to that. Uh, but, yeah, I got to leave out. I don't think it'll be over Thursday. Uh, I think it'll be close. I, yeah. I, Not to cut in, but, like, I have a lot of hedges, too. Like, I I have Lockett for Geno, and I have Tua for Tyreek. So, like, yeah, the really that, only, like, yeah, X that, factor here is Bijan versus Mahomes-Kelsey. So, like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Pollard. That's Pollard be close. could be yeah. well. Pollard yeah. and Bijan versus Mahomes and Kelsey. No. So I'll take you know Levi and a squeaker. I see uh, <clears throat> some of the matchups on here. I think are going to be pretty high scoring games, like the Chiefs in Detroit. I could see that being a shootout, yeah. and uh, also Miami and the Chargers. That could be high scoring. Which Jeff has Tyreek Hill, but. Levi has Keenan Allen and uh, the quarterback from Miami, uh, Mr. Concussion. Um, He's been practicing judo, yeah, jiu-jitsu. He knows how to fall now. He does. And uh, another note is Jeff has two players going up against the Niners, and you know that's not going to work. So I got to go with Levi. Mm. All right, another vote for Levi. That's three out of four. So, that is down. We're going to move on to the Scoops Troop taking on Victoria's Secret week one. And, guys, looking at this matchup, this is probably the crappiest matchup of the week. Uh, two teams that are – I mean, they don't have a chance at the playoffs. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I mean, you're starting Rashad Penny, Amanda, in week one. <laughs> uh God, you got Brees Hall there. You got Pickens. You got some good, good players on the bench. But I don't. I'm taking Jason as much as I hate to say it. Amanda, your matchups are not good. You've got Penny starting. You got James Cook against the Jets. Give me Jason here. Unfortunately. Hmm. This is tough. I, I think. Um. I think it's going to be kind of low scoring just because of the matchups. I think there's a lot of, a lot of the players are going up against good defenses. I, 
Um, so it's kind of Hertz versus Chubb and kind of kind of a way like um this is uh, it's just tough i'm gonna say this a lot um i'm gonna go with amanda i i i said with jason that he's he's getting off to a slow start and i think that's just gonna happen week one yeah this this one definitely was uh, harder to pick uh i, I kind of put an asterisk by it uh i think i don't think cup's gonna play week one so I took Amanda, but I think if he does play, if Cup plays, I think it'll go towards Scoop's troops. So I'm going to say Amanda based on that I just don't think Cup's going to be available. Yeah, uh, I went back and forth on this one. I, I Originally, he was going to go Amanda, and then I was looking at Jason. But, you know, looking at it, like I mentioned, I think Miami and the Chargers could be a shootout. So I could see Waddle yeah. outscoring yeah. two of Jason's receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with Amanda. Yeah. I, so so here we are with that matchup, that trash matchup, and it's split between the guys here because we can't n- – none of us can figure out which trash team to pick. So mm-hmm. uh, good luck with that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, so I, I've been failing to mention, by the way, Jason's 0-5 all-time versus Amanda. Um, so I'm looking at Jason getting his first win there. And then Jeff is 5-3 and all-time against Levi. And Joey is 6-2 and all-time versus Rob. So uh, Told you it'd be easy. Yeah. All right, last matchup, the Purple Bleeders taking on last year's defending champion, the Houdinis. Derek is 4-3 and all-time versus Lance. A lot of close matchups. In the past, uh, I'm seeing this as another one. Uh, so let me look at this. See, we've got Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson stack playing against Tampa Bay. Loving the receivers with Lance or the running backs with Lance there and the receivers, St. Brown against Kansas City. That could be a lot of points for for St. Brown. Um, give me give me Lance. Give me Lance at a blowout, actually. I think they'll get McCaffrey's against Pittsburgh. Uh, Brian Robinson's in his lineup. I mean, I know they're playing the Cardinals. I like uh, – give me give me, ble- give me the bleeders. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go with Derek. Um, I think I, I think you're right. It's going to be pretty high scoring. Kind of a coin flip matchup, but I – just like Derek has the double stack with Lawrence Ridley and Herbert Williams, and they both matchups seem pretty decent. Like I think the Colts are terrible, and Jacksonville always beats them. Uh, and then Miami, uh, Miami's kind of a question mark. They weren't very good defensively last year, um, so I and I think that that game's gonna be like the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, but like, I'm not with the you know with the Vikings. I'm not scared of the Bucks or anything defensively. I, I think they're gonna get their points. I I think this is gonna be you know over 250 point game for both teams, and I, I'll take Derek just because of the two stacks. I'm gonna take Northern Heat uh, here. Um, I just think his beat stick of his top four or five players is just going to 
you know, lay the wood, so to speak. Um, but don't hang your head too much, Derek, because I think Lance is probably going to – he's going to win a lot of games, and you're just one of them this week. Uh, hopefully you can rebound the following. But yeah, give me the bleeders. Yeah, looking at it, like we kind of talked about Lance's team's looking pretty good, and I think Derek's kind of in the same boat as John as far as his running backs. Uh, I think there's too many question marks right now until we see what happens week one. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take Lance. Yeah. So, three out of four, take Lance in that matchup. And so that wraps up the weekly predictions and picks for week one as we all sit around and anticipate the start of the NFL season, which is coming up just around the corner. Uh, but we've got our picks in. What do you guys think? It's going to be a tight year. Looks uh, Last year, like, every team was in it until the end. I think we're due for the same thing. Like, every team seems – I know we, we're picking on Jason, but I think Jason – I'm probably in the minority here. I think Jason can improve to be competitive. He just has the most work to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, – His team stinks. Everyone, <laughs> uh, everyone compete. I think, I'm, I think everyone's going to love – the two quarterback rule change. Yeah, more. So. There's going to be more points, more players to root for. Like having a second quarterback is going to be. I I don't know. For me, like when I my quarterback's terrible, it's it really like brings down the year. Then we have two opportunities to have, uh, or everyone has double the opportunities to have a good quarterback. So I I think I think we're prepped for a really good year. Mm-hmm. I agree. And y'all are gonna lose horribly to me, yes. and you're gonna feel bad. Cut the tape. You know, <laughs> you know it's like crap. Uh, John, you got your over unders? Yeah, I threw together these little eight things just to kind of see, you know, what you guys thought. Uh, over unders. So anyone's unfamiliar with that, I kind of give a number and then. Either say it'll be more than that or less than that. All right, so two and a half first or second round picks will get put out of the season at some point. Over under two and a half. Over two and a half. Half half of them are quarterbacks. That's why I moved it to both include the first and second round. Yeah. So well, almost a little less than half. Um, I'm gonna say over because, um, yeah, I, I think enough. I'd say it's probably three or four. Uh, if it was rule, uh, old rule change, for sure, be over two and a half. The quarterback's less likely to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where my mind is. I think you might have one quarterback go down. You might have another running back or receiver go down. I, I'm going to say it's two, so I'm going to take the under. Yeah. Burrow's already kind of hurt, so maybe, you know. Yeah, could... I'm going to say over, but you're talking eye for the season. Yeah, at some point they'll be out for the season. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. Two, right? You think under? Uh-huh. I, I'm saying over. Seems like people are already hurt and got their little injuries. So, yeah. okay, uh, there will be one and a half trades in the season. Under. Last year we had two at least that I can think of. Yeah, um, there were two. There might have been a third. I don't know. But uh, I'm, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say over. I'm gonna I'm going and this is why. Because I believe that adding the super flex is going to add more incentive to want to trade for a, maybe an upgraded quarterback. And I'm, I'm not saying we're going to be seeing trades left and right, but I, I think we'll see more than two, um, or two or more. Where'd you set it? One and a half. One and a half. Yeah, I think we'll see two or more. I think it's going to be over, uh, just because uh, there's teams don't have much depth. At running back, and some at, some teams don't have depth at receiver. So you know, once we were just talking about, once people start getting hurt and everything, I think uh, there won't be hardly anybody on the waiver wire worth playing. So I think there will be a lot more trades this year. Yeah, I know we had two last year, but like I don't think we had a trade the year before. Maybe one the year before that. I yeah. think might be an outlier. I think we've only had five total. It's not, this is, I mean, I love this league, but it's not a big trade league. Yeah, I wish true. there were more trades, and it's it, it like I've, I'm, I think I'm one of the people that try to make trades work. <laughs> the hard, and it's very hard yeah. <laughs> to get some. Like everyone here seems like you know, I drafted that player. That's my player the rest of the year. Yeah, and and maybe people are a little suspicious of other people. Thinking they're gonna yeah. screw I think that's over the other person, what, probably yeah. would. Which I don't. Uh, uh, and if you go in with that mentality, whenever you're trying to trade, you're never gonna get a trade right. work to work. So once we get better at it, it'll probably increase. So, uh, I, yeah. So I, I, I want to add. I mean, half the league has never made a trade before. Yeah, Derek. I mean, the over under was one and a half. Yeah, Derek has <laughs> so. won. Rob has traded once. Yeah. Jason has never made a trade. John never made a trade. Levi won. Jeff won, me won, Lance won, Amanda zero, and Joe zero. So half the league's never made a trade. The other half of the league won. Right. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see, you know, with this with this new yeah. change. I that being said, if anybody wants to trade with me, okay, leave send out it, trades. <laughs> send it to me. I will, uh, I will entertain it. If you can upgrade your roster, I might think about it. Tracy, <laughs> I'll trade you I don't, I don't, I don't need to, really. <laughs> All right, uh, Derek's win total six and a half. <laughs> Over under. So, do you have Derek in the playoffs Definitely or not? Under. I don't. You don't. I do. So I'm going to say over. Six I think, and a half. I think well, seven. I get you in. Usually. I think. Well, seven didn't last year. So It'd eight. Be close. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his garbage roster? Six and a half? Well, Brad's definitely an under. So. <laughs> oh, you could have said it at three and a half. Yeah, right. I, I'm just trying to pick something that was enticing. I'm, I, under. I'm, I'm definitely over. I think Derek's going to struggle. Okay, under. a little brotherly love yeah, shot into there. All right. Uh, three and a half, 300 bombs in the season. Over under. Three and a half. So we've had five total just for so, perspective. Yeah, five total since four last years. four years. We had two last year. I mean, we, had we had two, two last, year. last year. But we had a quarterback. We, we had, had a, a second quarterback. And you put it at what? Three and a half? Three and a half. Yeah. But the, something to think about, too. It's not like it's an extra position we added. We took right. a flex out. Right. So right. we're adding maybe ten, extra five, eight, ten points to your – I think it's 15. Maybe 15. A flex position is going to average 15 or 16 fancy points. A so, quarterback can easily average 25 30. or more. Yeah. You know? So that would be 10 if you're keeping track at home. I mean, so 10, that's 10-ish extra points per year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say under. I think we get three this year. I think it's a. I think we scored a lot of points last year. 
Yeah, and only got two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's true. But we also had we had a few teams get two ninety, two eighty eight, two eighty six. We had those are going to turn into three hundred bombs, I think. Potentially, not all of them, but some of them will. I think we'll see over that. I think we'll see four or five. That's my pick. I'm going to say under. Under? Yeah. I'm going to say, I'll, even though I wasn't answering the rest of them, I'm going to say over because how many quarterbacks were on the waiver wire with their monster games that nobody mm-hmm. had? Yep. Now they're going to be on rosters. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that, you know, those 70-point bombs, you know, maybe Daniel Jones had a 50-pointer, I think, and was on the bench or on the waiver wire. Yeah. All right. Uh, four and a half most wins in a row by a team. What's the longest streak? Will it be over four and a half? Will a team have more than that? Hmm. Let's... Oh, I think it'll be over. I, I think you can see a five-game winning streak and that wouldn't be crazy. Um, it happened last year. I think it I think there's normally a, at least one team that, I think I went on that starts game. six or seven in, in fact, a row. I know right? I did. Remember, because I was like two and yeah. seven, and I reeled off a bunch straight. So I'd say yeah, but I would. But more. it's a, yeah. it could easily be no. I I think it it has to be from the beginning, really. Like you know, if if it hasn't happened in the first half of the year, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. So like, are there any teams we think are going to come up with a hot start? Then, yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think it was going to be under. I think it was going to be pretty competitive. Okay, well, I like it. Yeah. Uh, one and a half teams will be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs by week ten. That's a lot. Mm. Last last year, that what that didn't happen till like week twelve. Mm-hmm. Is twelve or thirteen? Yeah, yeah, thirteen. Because the last that. last week of this. Season was thir- was fourteen, right. the regular season. So, so I probably would have. That's right. I probably should have bumped out to week eleven. I, I'm going to cut in here. I'm going to say over because I'm pretty much guaranteeing Derek and Jason to miss the playoffs easily. So I think by week ten they're done. <laughs> I, I can't stand their talk. Their roster. <laughs> Dang, really? Stink. Maybe that be. A I guess you're looking at are you looking at a different roster. I'm looking at no, Derek. they both like, stink. And they can't play fantasy football very good either. I think Derek has a chance of getting the golden paddle again. <laughs> I feel like there's oh a bunch God. of alliances forming. Like, love is making me sick. Yeah. All right, moving on to a more important question. This is yes or no. Brad and Ruby will turn on each other before the end of the season. It's already happened. Yeah. What? I think we've already seen. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I say yes. Yeah. It's yeah. already happened. Yeah, you've you've None taken you've that. taken yeah. shots. <laughs> I've taken yeah. any shots. And you weren't even like all that apologetic about it. That's pretty kind of yeah. Like you you was, you have yet to hype him up this whole time. I've analyzed the rosters you objectively. Were critical. Yeah, but all right, I'm critical of a lot of. So other that's rosters. a no for you. I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rob, I that yeah sounded only weak me as hell. Only we know. Only we know. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do appreciate you guys thinking about us in those terms. But... All right. Uh, to wrap up, this has kind of been the mailbag session. We'll start that back up after week one when we got you know some uh, stats on the board. But uh, I made uh, these ten predictions, one for each team. Uh, starting it off, I'll go to 
this will be Faggots. Rodgers is a top three quarterback by the end of the season. What? Yeah, that's why they're called bold takes. Okay. Um, um, their line kind of sucks, <laughs> so and he doesn't move. So no, it's it's, it's a bold <laughs> prediction. Uh, number two, Kelsey is not tied in one by the end of the season Woo! for your team. He is not tied in well, one. You obviously expect him to get hurt. Yeah, so you're, you're thinking he gets no, hurt. No, there's regression. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, so you think Mahomes gets hurt? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what regression you're talking about. All right. For, for Jeff's team, Deontay Johnson and Christian Kirk will have more points than Hill and Metcalf. Whoa. That's a bold prediction. It's interesting. Uh, for my team, Waller will end tight end one. <laughs> I know it may sound like I'm being a little biased there, but the the king I mean, has to no, fall eventually. I mean, if you no. think Kelsey or Mahomes gets hurt, I guess that makes no, no, sense. no. Just eventually, <laughs> you have to stop being number one. <laughs> like you're, right? I I see where your story, your no, is that coming. was unintentional. Like, <laughs> Look, he's gonna fall eventually. I, I don't wish it on him. All right, number five. This is uh, Amanda's team. Bryce Hall has only three touchdowns on the season. Well, Bryce Hall might. Only I'm sorry. Him. Yeah, Bryce Hall. Bryce, Bryce Hall. Bryce, Bryce, more than Bryce that. whatever. Of course, Brad would know. <laughs> whatever. All right. Uh, Bryce Hall only has three touchdowns all season. Uh, moving on to the Bleeders. Saint Brown is Lance's best receiver. That didn't seem very yeah, bold. I, I guess because of Justin Jefferson. Well, I think it's bold. I mean, Jefferson's like. Doesn't mean that Jefferson's bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that St. Brown ends up being his best receiver. Uh, For Derek, bold prediction, Johnson Taylor is in a Miami uniform by season's end. And he will be playing for your team. Uh, Number eight, Bryce Young. This is for Rob's team. Bryce Young is starting on Ruby's team at the end of the season by choice. I can see that. Uh, for Joe, who's he starting him over? That's the question. Uh, He's he would be starting him over Stafford, who's oh, probably. Yeah, I agree. His I arm has fallen off by yeah. week oh, seven, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in a geriatric hospital by then. <laughs> All, right. All right, for Joe's team, Zeke has more touchdowns than Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mark it down. Zeke might have more touchdowns than Derrick. <laughs> That's why they're both, Joe. And number 10 for Brad's team, Russell Wilson is Brad's best quarterback. Those are the 10 bold predictions. We'll see how they pan out. Uh, Some of them are crazier than others, but I'm trying to think which one I like the best. I I think two or three of those are Looney Tunes. Like Zeke having more touchdowns than who? Derrick Henry. Derrick Yes. I, I didn't call them predictions. I, I called them bold predictions. That might. I think that's in the in the from most likely to less likely of the ten. That's in the most likely because a lot of them were just out of left field. I because I could Zeke. I could Zeke. I could see Henry getting hurt week nine with like nine touchdowns or take, or ten with like nine touchdowns, and then Zeke has ten touchdowns. Right, but let's let's take away injuries from this I do. equation. Let's not think about injuries. I did. I, I didn't put injuries at all into any of this. Okay, so assume I don't think that happens if Derek Henry plays the whole year. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if, so I think the premise 
uh, this whole over under or bold prediction needs to be that they all stay healthy. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, You're and, assuming that it's Henry is getting hurt. I, what I'm saying in this bold prediction would be that Zeke has a great year. Like right, a monster year. Yeah, and I think that's Looney Tunes. Well, that's why it's that, a bold prediction. You know, well, I have a bold opinion. I mean, Zeke, opi- Zeke used to be the best running back in the league. He's only 28 years old. Like, that's only. not crazy. Only, yeah. well, how old is Derrick Henry? I don't know. He's probably about that age. Yeah, he's probably a little older. 29, yeah, he's older than him. So Derrick Henry's one of the greatest running backs of our generation. So was Zeke. <laughs> no, he was not. He's great, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Derrick Henry's better. Derrick Henry's yeah. better, like, yeah. 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 but he's not a lot, a lot better. better. Yeah, but Kelsey not Peterson being the number one Damian tight end. But that's Zeke, not crazy. Zeke was amazing for like three, four years. Yeah, he was awesome. Until you But you know, enjoy your Russell Wilson boat prediction. Leave right. No, I won't play. enjoy that because I'll be very unhappy if he's my best quarterback. That doesn't mean that Justin Fields not great. Is what I'm saying. Like, not everything is a negative. Like, Kelsey not being the number one well, tight end. Well, you pick mine as a negative. It's kind of a negative, but it doesn't mean he could still have the same numbers that he had last year, <laughs> but someone has something better. Okay. Like, That's I mean, fair. Let's get him. Hey, I got them all typed up. We'll look at them at the end of the season see okay. how many comes through. It's all good. You know. A good segment. Yeah. Uh, now, I guess before we end, I got to ask the question. Who's in the Super Bowl? Who wins? Brad. Um. Okay, I, this, I appreciate that you kind of asked this on the spot because I haven't really, I don't, really, I don't have that in front of me. I haven't really, yeah, just, I haven't really projected that. But I'm going to say that I'll be there with Lance and um, Vikings. Hmm? There, you'll be there with like, no, 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 real, life, real life, no. I did, real life, real life. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? The Who's Super going to win the Super CFL Super Bowl? <laughs> the Super Bowl Super Bowl. Oh! I don't I think, think we called that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I, I will say this. A team from the AFC will win the Super Bowl. It'll be the Bills, the Chiefs. Probably one of them, too. I'm going to say Phillies, Bengals, Philly wins. What do you think, Joe? You want to change anything? Huh? You gonna change it? What? What you said the other day? What Bengals and Forty Niners? The Forty Niners win? Ooh, that's the old nineteen eighty what nineteen eighty eight mm-hmm. rematch yeah. with uh, Boomer Esiason. I was Boomer thinking about uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking you know the Eagles look tough too, but Icky yeah. Woods. Yeah, Icky Woods. Sorry. <laughs> no, you know you're good. <laughs> Roger Craig. Yeah. Okay, Bengals and Niners—that's a good. Yeah, I, I I do like the Bears this year. I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl, um, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. I think it'll be Ravens Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys. yeah, Whoa. That, that's two bold predictions. Yeah. Put that on the bold prediction. Yeah, like, that uh, that's in Looney Tuneville. <laughs> those are two great teams. Uh, those are two. I think the Cowboys are for sure in the playoffs, and then the Ravens are going to be there. Marseille's healthy. They got a new offense. They could. I think they'll be better in Cincinnati this year. I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna take Philly and Buffalo and I'm gonna take Buffalo. We're all different. Yeah. Uh, of course we all have each other in the CFL Super Bowl winning. Yeah. All right. All right. right. That's what I was <laughs> saying. <Just>, uh, <laughs> um yeah. Anybody got any uh, questions before we I guess 
All right, that'll, that'll do it for the uh, round table. Uh, we'll see y'all out in the next segment. All right, chaos fantasy dorks. The NFL season is finally upon us, and the podcasters are pumped to get the season and the smack talk going. There's nothing but optimism in the air as all teams are currently undefeated at 0-0. And we all agree that Jason's team may very well be the worst fancy roster of all time, and our playoff picks are in the books. So in the meantime, set your lineup, re-up that NFL Sunday ticket, Put a helmet on and always remember that nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.